totally time for you to have a beer if you'd like to go for it. Hello, it's me Jake, and I think that I'm live right now. But then again, how do I know until I see on the... Man, it's just confusing. I think Mevo is really letting me down right now. And uh, it's bumming me out. Oh, no, maybe I'm here. Maybe I am live. Maybe I am live. Hello, Dave. Good to see you. It worked. Mevo is connected and functioning. I'm excited about that. I was so not excited about yesterday's experience that I had with the technology, but I'm here. Jen, you're in the house. Missed you. Missed you. I'm glad you're well. David, welcome. Dave and Dave, welcome aboard. Um, yeah, it's Tuesday. I didn't even pre-read the Bible story, and I'm out of letters from Grandma. So this pandemic is really effing with everybody. Hello, Flavia. Hello from sunny Washington. Um, that's Washington State, I'm assuming. I'm trying to see about purchasing a camper that's made up there in uh, Bellingham. And uh, uh, campers are high high demand. Oh, you're not well, Jen. I'm sorry to hear that. Keith, greetings to you in Florida. Um, so we may be coming up to uh, Washington State this summer to pick up the camper if I'm able to order it, everything's back ordered. You can't you can't get a camper. You can't get a van. You can barely get a pickup truck right now. Um, and everybody wants top dollar. How about letters from Jake to Grandma? Unfortunately, David, uh, I sent all those to Grandma, and uh, they I'm sure that she saved them, but uh, I don't know whatever happened to them. And my parents have been through that house, and they're they're gone. They're gone. Uh, Jen, I'd love the story of what's going on, but uh, I don't know if I can read it right now. But if you, <laughs> I can read it tomorrow, <laughs> or I can read it tonight. Um, it might just be. You're welcome to type it in, and I we can talk about your story, Jen. That's the thing we can do today. Cool. You're in southernmost Washington, near Portland, Oregon. Yeah, I think that we would be up there um, to go up near Seattle to pick up the thing, and then uh, the camper, and then. And then we might visit some friends in Portland. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, I do know what's going on. I, do, I know what this week is Joseph the Slave. Uh, I don't know if I've got even got time for Joseph the Slave. He just got his Technicolor dream coat, and now he's been made a slave. Uh, Lady Jerry's not here. She went to the fabric store because we're getting a solution to our open-plan house. It's a spiral staircase that goes up to our uh, bedroom, and otherwise it's pretty open. And so we're getting a uh, cover thing to put over the top of that to make it a little more sound quiet in the bedroom. And Lady Jerry's out looking at fabrics to cover that. So, Jen, you're saying you went in for physical therapy and the doctor got your labs back. Great news. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> I have effing diabetes. Diabetes? And need a neurologist to get electric shocks and pins down your arms for a problem in your hand. Holy shizzy, and bursitis in your shoulder, and high cholesterol, and sleep apnea. The great news is that all of your new medicines are almost guaranteed to give you diarrhea. Yes, and who knows how, what other kind of magical interactions you've got in store for, for yourself 
and for us. Oh my God! I, I don't know if I should just go right to the Bible, or uh, I didn't even I didn't even know what to do with myself. I woke up today, went and had coffee with a friend, and we were talking about uh, just how this the thing about the pandemic for me is that I feel like I'm a grown up, like most of you guys. Are. I mean, look, who's on Facebook? It's all grown ups, uh, and so. Uh, you like to think as a grown-up, as a fellow grown-up, that you understand roughly how the world works. I'm not saying that you understand how to win in the world, but you know what you should try and do in order to succeed or to have a career or a life or to have a complete... And now, all the rules are out the window. Am I supposed to be trying to figure out how to stream comedy? Well, I don't want to do that. Am I supposed to be flying to Nashville? A friend of mine I saw is flying to Nashville to do a show. Well, I'm happy for him. I think it would be fun and awesome to be doing a show, but I don't want to be doing a live comedy show with the Varinus out there right now. And uh, so, so it's just like every day we're trying to just figure out figure out what the game plan is. And on top of that, some of us have diabetes and bursitis. Holy cow! It's cold out. Pants on, Rich. Yeah, I'm wearing pants today too, and I'm watching. I think I'm washing my beach pants. Where the hell did my where, where the hell is my Bible flashlight? <laughs> That's things Grandpa might say. Oh, I moved it to there. Um, uh, <coughs> you're on all that stuff, Jen. I'm glad you're on it. Um, <laughs> your physical therapist is hot. Well, good for you. Thank. Let's thank God for small uh, miracles. And let's check in with our friend Joseph. When last we met Joseph... His brothers had stolen his coat and thrown him in a pit and then sold him into slavery. Um, oh, oh, and that is a, that's a bad that's you talk about a bad Monday. That's a bad Monday. When the Ishmaelites arrived in Egypt, they sold Joseph to one of Pharaoh's officers, Potiphar, <laughs> captain of the guard. Potiphar, captain of the guard. Here, Potiphar. Potiphar, 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 Potiphar. Um, that's your mantra. Uh, Joseph worked hard for Potiphar, Potiphar, who was so impressed by his skills that he made him head of his household. Wow. This guy, he, he's, he's not getting love at home, but he, he gets sold into slavery and becomes the head of the household. Wow. Now Joseph was a handsome young man, and before long he caught the eye of Potiphar's wife, and I smell trouble here. This is, yeah, the tennis pro gets to have sex with a lot of hot, rich ladies whose husbands are too busy making million dollars a year salaries. But it's, it's, that's a tricky deal. She tried very hard to seduce him, but Joseph resisted her. Your husband trusts me, he said. You cannot ask me to betray him. Potiphar's wife did not care for her husband or Joseph's objections. Wow, Potiphar's wife sounds like a real catch. Day after day she lay in wait, teasing and tempting him, and still he refused her. This Joseph is strong. I'm really liking this guy more and more. And he takes a big beating and he keeps on tick, takes a licking and keeps on ticking. Then one day in desperation she cornered Joseph and caught hold of him by the sleeve of his coat. 
<laughs> That's the sleeve of his coat. That's what they put in the Bible. But I got a feeling she might have grabbed him by the uh, hoo-hoo. Uh, but Joseph was too quick for her, and he made his escape, leaving her with nothing but an empty garment in her hands. Ooh, Joseph decoded himself. Um, then Potiphar's wife summoned all the servants. Look what this Hebrew tried to do. Ooh, oh, Potiphar's wife getting down with some anti-Semitism, she said, holding up Joseph's coat. He forced his way into my bedroom, and when I cried out, he fled, leaving his coat. Oh, my goodness. This Potiphar's wife, she may be hot, but she is a bad sport. Um, When her husband came home, he was told the same false story. Potiphar, enraged, immediately had Joseph thrown into prison. Wow. You don't get the benefit of the doubt when you go up against Potiphar's wife. Fortunately, however, the jailer took a liking to the young man and put him in charge of all the other prisoners. Holy cow, this Joseph, you cannot hold this guy back. Uh, It so happened that in the prison with Joseph were Pharaoh's uh, cupbearer and royal baker. Wow, the Pharaoh turns out to be a bit of a douche also. His cupbearer and his royal baker, they're getting jailed. One night, each of them had a dream in which... In the morning, they asked Joseph to explain. (laughs) Yeah, hey, this is a common problem in a marriage, when your spouse asks you to explain something that happened that you did in their dream. In my dream, said the cupbearer, I saw a vine with three branches bearing ripe grapes. I squeezed the juice from these grapes into a cup which I gave Pharaoh to drink. Your dream, said Joseph, means that in three days, Pharaoh will pardon you. I, said the baker, dreamed that I had three baskets of bread for Pharaoh stacked on my head, and a flock of birds flew down and ate every crumb. Joseph looked grave. Mm, I'm sorry to say that your dream means that in three days, Pharaoh will have you hanged. And it happened just as Joseph said. Within three days, the cupbearer was restored to his job, and the baker was hanged. It doesn't really tell you who's guilty of what here, but it does tell you that... uh, Joseph is a guy who's bound for success no matter where you put him. You enslave him, he gets to be head of the household. You put him in jail, he's head of the jail. He's telling the other inmates what their dreams mean. This Joseph is an awesome dude. And next week, we're going to find out about Pharaoh's dreams because it seems like the cupbearer is probably going to tell Pharaoh. Anyway, I don't, spoiler alert, that's what's happening next week. Holy moly. And that's your Bible for t- for the day. Um, so what do you got here? <sighs> oh, Jen, you and Dave got a little meme meme battle going on. I can't wait to see that in the uh, in the show chat. <clears throat> anyway, oh, you, you so Jen, you're on physical therapy because on one of your falls you screwed up your pelvis. Holy cow! I thought I had problems, but I do not have problems. So, um, so that's our that's our Bible story. I was going to read. I was hoping that someone else would send me a letter from Grandma, but I didn't get a letter from Grandma. So, um, I'm going to restart the letters, my letters from Grandma next week. I went online. I have to say, I did. You know, for those of you who think that I don't do anything, I do do some things. I went online and looked for letters from Grandma because I thought maybe someone's posted their letters. But the letters from Grandma that are posted online, at least to my 
research today were mostly letters that are like, I don't know if you know because you're just a baby how much I love you and someday you're going to open this. And that's not the kind of letter I, from Grandma I want. I want the letter from Grandma that's all about um, what the rabbits are doing and how the garden is going. <coughs> that's the letter from Grandma I want. So I could read one of these uh, Tim Russert uh, Wisdom of Our Fathers stories, but I don't think I can do that either. Um, yeah, this is a children's Bible, Jen. Um, uh, where are we at? Jen, I'm glad you're getting all your problems addressed. Your attitude is great. You're going to feel better. I believe. I believe that, too. I think this is great. Um where the hell is everyone? You're the only one talking. Well, we may have a light turnout today. I can't see how many people... I, I mean, there's something supposed to be something in here to tell me how many people are watching, but we may have a light turnout today. Um, or maybe people are busy with their own things, or maybe uh, you've just been yielded the floor as the person who's having the crappiest day, which is uh, during the Varinus, if you're the person who's having the crappiest day, that's saying something, because there's so many crappy days going on. Oh, boy. I don't know what I'm going to do for this. I was just looking at the seas today. It's way early for the seas today, but I have to say, I just feel so challenged right now in terms of um, all this stuff. Scott, you're listening in the car. Good for you. All right. Well, I can tell you where I'm at with the... Uh, I think Lady Jerry and I are down the path of a truck bed slide-in camper, and we're thinking of something that will go into a smaller size truck like a Ford Ranger or a Toyota Tacoma. And I have learned from the Toyota dealer that Toyota Tacomas are in very high demand right now. The used ones are practically the same price as the new ones. So we're right back in the same situation that we were with the van or the camper or the camping trailer. Everything is, um, everything is pricey. Um, <laughs> Rich, you were making a martini. It's good to see that people are using this time. You're multitasking, and that is really the important thing during these times, is to try and stay uh, busy. And I know, I know that was when I, that was my original idea doing this show, was that I would have something to do, and then hopefully people who were not having something to do would have something to do. And so now the idea that you've got two things to do, and one of them is drinking... Holy cow, that's my dream. What do you complain about more than anything else? That's today's question from the question box. What do you complain about more than anything else? And it's got to be the Varinus. That's what I'm complaining about more than anything else, is the Varinus. And uh, I can't stop complaining about it. It's just every day there's a new thing that you can't do or that you can do or that's altered or that's turning into another thing. And I'm really trying to roll with it and stay positive and uh, keep moving forward. But uh, some days it is really incremental. The forward progress feels incremental. But incremental progress is still progress. Um, it just takes longer to go a mile if you're doing an inch a day than if you're doing 100 yards a day. But, uh, but we're still we're going to make it to the end of this. Um, whenever that is, or we're going to make it into the, we're going to, we're going to, it's like swimming in cold water. Maybe it's just going to be some version of weird Varinus, uh, forever, Varinus forever. <laughs> there, there's a t-shirt for you. I don't think I'm ready for that one. Um, but, 
But maybe maybe we're heading into the zone where we're just going to have to. This is what I was thinking this morning. We're, we may be heading into a zone where we just got to be uh, used to some level of uh, constant inconvenience. And I do get that that's what we felt like was happening prior to the Varinus, that we were tr- that we were trying to deal with constant inconvenience. But you thought that that was inconvenience, and now you know what real inconvenience is. Um, you're using soju instead of vodka or gin, lower alcohol content. Yeah, that's soju rich. I don't know where you got turned on to soju, but uh, I got turned on to soju at a friend's uh, birthday party. And he is a uh, he's married to a woman from Korea, and so <laughs> it was him and Lady Jerry and I were were some of the few uh, Caucasian guests, and there were a lot of Korean people there, and so they were into this soju, and they loved that we were drinking their drink. And the, the weird thing about soju is it is lower alcohol content, but basically that just means <laughs> you can go for it. Holy man, they were going after the soju, and it's kind of like a fortified white wine or a, a, a white wine flavored sake kind of stuff, which I love sake, but uh, uh, yeah, it it really packed a next day wallop. There's enough sugar in that soju that it'll um, <clears throat> it'll it'll teach you it'll teach you who's boss <coughs> if you let it. But don't you let that to- soju boss you, Rich. You boss that. You boss that soju. That's what I'm saying. Um, so <sighs> I've got to uh, email back our truck friend. That's what I'm going to find out. Do today. Uh, I'm looking here for some other thing that I can <sighs> work into the show for tomorrow. Oh God, Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle. The power of now. I don't know if you ever got into this guy. The power of now. I thought, <laughs> I thought I'd given that book away, uh, but I haven't. It's right there. Uh, the power of now. I got put off of Eckhart Tolle when I got one of his books, audio book, and I heard his voice, and it was like, oh my goodness, this is the guy that I've been listening to. Oh boy. All right. Well, let's take my temperature. Let's see where I'm at as far as that goes. Um, I got a good feeling about myself. I went for a 97.7. That's pretty normal for me. I went for a swim in the ocean today. Uh, it was cold outside, and so it felt cold. There were dolphins in, but they didn't come over near me, but I could see them about 50 yards away. So that was kind of fun today. And uh, Lady Jerry gave me some respect because she was already cold and I was in the water. Made some homemade chili last night for dinner. So uh, I was the chef last night, chili chef. Um, which is like being the chef on some kind of Wild West chuck wagon. You don't get any respect when you just make chili. But my chili was pretty good. Um, so we had chili last night, and Belinda made some delicious um, mushrooms and creamy sauce today for lunch, so I had some of that. I'm not sure what we're going to have tonight. Um, your Filipino wife loves K-dramas, hence the soju. Uh, you're the boss, though. Yeah, well, congratulations on that, Rich. <laughs> yeah. It's good to be the boss. Just don't tell my wife. Um, do the dolphins ever come super close? Yeah, Jen, I, I, you might not have been here the day. I was in uh, a few weeks ago, and the do- dolphins were super close. Like, there was one inside 10 feet away from me. I could hear them all around me. Ex, you know, they, they kind of do their porpoising, where the blowholes come up, and you could hear them. 
I could hear the breathing, and they were right up next to me. I could see a couple of them's faces as they came near me. They got close enough that I was like a little worried that they were too close. So that that happened once in my um, now three months of swimming. But uh, a couple of other times they've been out there, so it's exhilarating just to see them. But man, when they came over really close that one day, that's I mean, if that if that happens once in a lifetime. Uh, it's awesome, but uh, I'm look. I was hoping today. I tried to swim over towards them. They're so fast that if they want to come and see you, they're going to come and see you. But you can't chase them down or swim. I mean, they were far enough away that I I went towards them, but they weren't moving closer, so I stopped trying to go towards them. Um, I hate to say that I feel like this could be the show for today. Um, I. Don't. I didn't get out the letter from Grandma, so I don't have that handy. I'm looking here at something else I can read. I, I can. <laughs> I got books on building micro shelters. Um, I think it's time to wrap it up. I think it's. I think I'm just going to have to do the seize the day, um, and then I'll, I'll see everybody tomorrow. I'll, I'll be back for Hump Day. Lady Jerry hopefully will be here, and uh, we'll resume. But uh, um, today the progress went super incremental, and uh, I know that we're all doing our best, and we're going to get through this, and it feels like it's going to be, uh, this is already longer than we thought, <laughs> longer than we think. Let's power through. Let's power through, Jen. All right. Well, maybe I can make it nine more minutes, but if I'm going to go nine more minutes, I'm going to have to resort to some trivia. Um, what do we got here? The Biggest Bang... Oh, this is about Krakatoa. The volcanic eruption on Krakatoa in 1883, the loudest and most powerful explosion in history. Well, in human history. I think the, uh, I think that Yellowstone is supposed to be a super caldera that actually was a volcano blast that obliterated whatever was here before the dinosaurs. Um, but there weren't any people around to hear that. It, the Krakatoa explosion sent a massive tidal wave halfway around the world. A Dutch warship in the harbor at Batavia, now Jakarta, was washed ashore by the tremendous wave and left stranded a half mile inland and 30 feet above sea level. The wave, which at some points was 120 feet high, traveled 5,450 miles to South Africa in less than 12 hours. Wow. Um, so there's your uh, giant volcanic explosion. Now, I'm not rooting for a giant volcanic explosion. Oh, I started reading. Speaking of disasters, Flavia says, uh, you don't have to entertain us in these shows to share aspects of my day. Thanks for being here for you. Oh, well, that's so sweet of you. Thank you. Thank you, Flavia. Yeah, well, that's what I'm trying to do is share these aspects of my day. Um, so what else am I doing with my day today? So I began over the weekend to listen to the audiobook of Stephen King's The Stand because I cannot get enough of pandemic disaster movies. So I'm 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 into The Stand. I'm just about 10% of the way in and this is the extended he he wrote the book and it was released his editors had taken out about uh, to a few hundred pages, and he put them back in for this re-release, and so that's what I'm, that's what I'm listening to, a little bit of pandemic porn, and uh, um, then I'm dealing with this camper thing. I've got to go, got to go buy a furnace filter. Man, life is so exciting. But 
when we get the camper and we have a second vehicle, which would be the, a truck, the pickup truck that then I'll be able to drive, then I'll be free to leave the property. We won't be sharing a car all the time, my wife and I, which worked out great when I was on the road. But now that I'm not on the road, and not that we're really, there's not that many places to go, but if she goes surfing for three hours, I am on, just on my bike all the time. Anyway, so that's what's going on with my day is uh, I'm going to finish the show here. Then I'm going to write an email to the truck camper guy. Then I'm going to see if I can call the Ford dealership and go look at some Ford Rangers. And then I'm going to give Lady Jury a briefing on all the things I've done today. Tomorrow, not tomorrow, Thursday, I'm going to go pick up the wood. There's a little bit of carpentry involved in this uh stairwell muffling project so I'm doing that and then I believe the end of next week um, we're going to have the guys come and trim our neighbor's tree which we were worried was going to kill us in our sleep and so far so good that hasn't happened but the tree trimmers are coming next week so that's exciting I've got that look to look forward to Um, I have begun to work on my act for in theoretically uh, theory when I get back out on the road, <coughs> and I'm also considering another writing kind of bookie project. I think Jen, that uh, we've all got to start uh, reading some books. Jen, you're saying you ran out of pandemic disaster movies. Um, I uh, we watched. What did we watch last night or two nights? Ago? We just finished last night. We watched over two nights. The uh, Sound of Metal. Uh, it was okay. Not super crazy about it. Then we started watching Bliss with uh, Owen Wilson and uh, can't remember her name. And uh, we got about 40 minutes in and Lady Jerry tapped out. She's out, but I'm going to watch the end of that because I thought it was kind of interesting. It's kind of up my alley with the sci-fi. Um, I, Jen, still have a few. I think I have one or maybe even two seasons left of The Walking Dead. So... Uh, I think I'm going back in on The Walking Dead, and uh, I'm not giving up. There is going to be plenty of time to give up later, so I'm not giving up. But I am, <clears throat> but I am trying to um, to stay active. Yeah, David, thanks. The stand is a long book. It will keep me busy for a while. So uh, today, our seize the day. A lot of these ones in in seize the day. Uh, what are we on? Is this? I, I I always think it's five, but I think this is actually only seize the day four. Uh, a lot of these are unattributed, and they're they're printed out or they're cut out of somewhere, and then um, and then stuck stuck in here. I don't know if you can see how that's stuck in here. The Mevo camera is just substandard to the actual uh, iPhone camera which I used yesterday, but it gives you a nice wider shot. I'm not I'm not sure what I love the most, and I'm thinking about canceling my Vimeo subscription, which allows me to Mevo simulcast to different locations, which I'm not sure is something that I even need to be doing. Anyway, today sees the day. It's possible, said pride. It's risky, said experience. It's pointless, said reason. Give it a try, whispered the heart. (laughs) That one's a little bit corny, but uh, I do get it. I do get it. I, I'm, I'm not often thinking in terms of what pride is telling me. And uh, I would say, you know, yeah, I'm fairly aware of risks most of the time. I'm not a, I'm not a person who succumbs to it's pointless, although maybe I am a little bit. I've ruled, I've ruled things out that maybe I shouldn't have ruled out, but there are things that really are pointless. Like, why would I do that? I don't want to do that. Sal- Salma Hayek 
is in bliss with Owen Wilson, Flavia. Yes, you are correct. Um, I did watch Train to Busan, Jen, and I enjoyed it, but uh, I've done that now. I watched Train to Busan. I watched another um, Korean uh, pandemic movie. I think it was called Flu. Uh, <laughs> that was all right. Keys is out running, Uma. Yeah, well, welcome aboard. I haven't seen you here until now. I hope you guys are doing well. I know you are. I saw Keys yesterday. Um, making dinner for your for your kids. You've had the wrong burner on for ten minutes. Well, Rich, uh, that could be that could be a little sochu related error. And uh, thank God you didn't burn anything. You did you did the proper mistake where you turned on the wrong burner and nothing accidentally happened except the dinner was will be a little delayed by ten minutes. Um, and so that's that's any announcements? Dinner's gonna be delayed ten minutes. That's not even delay. In Los Angeles, you're not even late until you're more than twenty minutes late. Um, Jen, you're saying it would take a lot for you to watch an Owen Wilson movie, to be honest. Well, let me just say Wedding Crashers, that's all I'm going to say. Wedding Crashers is pretty funny. And uh, you can do with that whatever you want with that information. But I, I, I've watched Wedding Crashers, I think, twice, and I could go for a third time, especially during the pandemic. But that's me. Um, Palmer on Apple Plus is great. Okay, I'm writing down Palmer, and uh, I'm going to see everybody tomorrow. We did make it to the scheduled uh, departure of the show, so I feel good about that. Um, we've had our Seize the Day. I'm writing down Palmer. Um, Flavia loves Owen Wilson. Yeah, I love him in some things, but I have to say some other things I haven't loved him in. But then that's true of almost everyone. I love Lady Jerry, but sometimes I'm not so crazy about some of the things she does. Don't tell her I said that. Uh, okay, have a great night. Uh, you guys are awesome. This cheered me up. I hope it cheered you up. Don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. I will see you all tomorrow. And take care of yourself, Jerry. That's right.